Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. I don't want to talk for a wee while, if you'll allow me, to Michelle Brown, who is a professional family mediator. And I'm particularly addressing this conversation to people who are listening this morning, who are stuck in a marriage that they know they want to end it, but they're afraid to get out of it. And possibly even both people in the marriage want out of it but are afraid to even start and they end up hating each other even more than they did and what might be salvageable as a decent friendship will end up with two people who can't stand the sight of each other if they don't get something done about the state of the relationship now. A divorce has been legal in Ireland for God knows how long. Michelle, you work now as a family mediator and and, and you believe that a lot of divorces don't really need to see the inside of a court until they're being signed off on. Good morning. Good morning, uh, PJ. Absolutely. Yes, you you couldn't have said it better. Um, People are afraid to deal with the system. Um, And it is something that needs to be addressed. It's something that's long overdue. Mm. Um, We've been dealing with, with divorce in Ireland for 25 years and primarily through the courts. We know wholeheartedly that this system is broken and it's not fit for purpose. Now, I will say, first of all, thankfully, the awareness of mediation is on the increase. People deciding themselves of their own bat to go to mediation is on the increase, but only very recently. So we know it's effective. We know as mediators that it is it is the most amicable way, the most likely way of having um some kind of a relationship afterwards that we can parent our children together. Um, so, you know, that's on the increase and the Mediation Act of 2018 has helped tremendously because, you know, the, the, there is an awful lot that we can do to get people um, with professional mediation sorted that they don't need to go near the courts at all. I know you're doing a lot of this from your own personal experience and I'll get to that in a moment, Michelle, yeah. but just one Laymanese question before we start. Every divorce that is granted must be, in the end, granted by a court, correct? Correct. A judge is the only one who can grant a divorce, correct. Okay. But we want to get people to the point where they have terms for a consent divorce and there is not need for a court battle. Now, mediation can organize a a legally binding separation agreement without going to court but your divorce you're correct must be dealt with in front of a judge but it's how we deal with it you know um really we believe that 
it isn't necessary for couples to fight in court. And I suppose to take the stand that people separating and divorcing are not criminals would be where I'm coming from. Now, this is very personal to you because you broke up, your marriage broke up when you were in your late 20s. Correct. What happened? Um, Well, my my own sad marriage breakup um, led me to a solicitor. And what I have experienced in the courts, I wouldn't wish on anybody. But what I have seen since is that my story is the story of hundreds, if not thousands, of more people over the years. So, you know, the sadness of a breakup is, is something that we can deal with and we all deal with differently. But enduring the court battle that is the norm or has been for years is something that is an experience that, you know, anybody who's gone through it, most people don't want to talk about it. They'd rather forget about it. And going through it, you think, this isn't right. Because your own experience taught you there must be a better way. So what sort of thing did you go through? Instinctively, I knew that this was wrong. I mean, you're, you're battling with your own legal team and you're 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 waiting and you're you know you're going through a process that you don't understand and why would people understand what's got you know it's it's not something that you've ever done before um as it was pointed out to me my generation would probably be the first generation to have to deal with it this way i suppose look the court system is an unfamiliar territory so whilst you're in there you're feeling like a criminal like you've done something wrong First of all, that's wrong. That shouldn't be the case. It's not necessary. It's not necessary for people who are enduring that. You're trying to keep your family together. You have concerns with regard to your children and so on. And you have concerns about your future finances and so on. So, you know, uh, preparing and battling against your spouse, that you know, you married to rear children together, is not the way we need to be treated as people who are separating and divorcing. Mm. Having children... You don't want to put them, because I'm sure, you, you know, people fall out of love with each other, relationships end, but you both love your children fiercely. You exactly. don't want to, You don't want to be pulling them through the court, and yet, you had no choice. You have no choice. In those days, <laughs> I'm not that old, in those days, I didn't know anything about mediation. Now, look, the law states, current things have come a long way, thankfully, and, 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 and the law states that... If anybody um, goes to a solicitor for separation or divorce, there is a legal obligation on your solicitor to recommend mediation. Okay? Now, unfortunately, I don't believe that law is effective enough. I believe the government needs to do an awful lot more. I didn't know that was the case. Yeah, yeah. No, since um, the Mediation Act of 2017, which which is obviously helping mediation, um, that has been in place, that solicitors must advise you to mediation um, and not only advise you to go to mediation they must give you the information of a mediator but those of us in the field know that unfortunately that law is ill-effective yeah so well, i mean you know you could understand so the government needs to do more mediation is supported by the government uh, through the legal aid board but and through you know judges will always recommend mediation but we need to do more Mm. I would like to see the government address mandatory mediation for people with children to help reduce the negative impact divorce has on children. Yeah. In your own case, like, what would mediation have saved you from? Well, uh, apart from the th- thousands, money is one issue, first of all. 
So the, the cost with mediation is drastically reduces the cost, but also the length of time. And the endurance test that is uh, divorced through the courts, it takes years. So the impact of years of a court case, it, it, anybody who, who, who thinks of a court case thinks of stress. So if you can imagine individuals raising children, dealing with years of stress and financial impact. So obviously without that, the quality of life is better. But the communication with your spouse breaks down generally when a solicitor is sending letters back and forth. Okay, so if you're unable to communicate effectively, it's made worse through the the Mm. traditional system. So, Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Obviously, parenting becomes harder. Yeah. And then the impact on the children. And, and uh, with all the best will in the world, children are impacted by divorce. I'm sure they are. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if John and Mary are sitting in your room, Michelle, and their marriage is clearly at an end, but they're struggling to speak two civil words to one another, that's not a good start for mediation. Correct? Or am I correct. Right? No, no, absolutely correct. And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because, first of all, mediation does not have to have the two individuals in the same room. We will always see individuals separately before seeing them together. Now, there's a couple of reasons for that. People can be at different stages. But when a marriage breaks down, there is conflict and people are generally um, in a, a state of fight or flight. Okay, so when conflict is happening, they don't necessarily always want to be in the same room together but I will see them always separately before making a decision and talking to them about whether or not we come together but it is possible to mediate with clients at separate times at separate intervals at separate meetings do the children have to be in the room at any point no the children do not have to be in the room but parenting is a huge part um, of our process in mediation and we will always deal with parenting issues separately we will always try and bring the voice of the child into the mediation room but not physically the child and you know I don't believe it is always in the best interest it is something that is possible in law to bring a child into mediation but personally I believe that you know if parents are cognizant as to the children and we can bring them in through our mediations that it is not necessary to bring them into the, physically into the room. Did you have to bring your children into court? Do children have to come into court? That must be traumatizing for them in the court system. It's traumatizing for the children in the court systems where children or where parents cannot agree. It is it it it, it does happen that a judge will speak to children. But if you're at that point that you've gone to that escalation, um, you know, it, it, it's not 
it's not uh, in, in the best interest of the children. This is why we, we must change the way we're dealing with things. Mediation is there. We know it is the most effective way with dealing with divorce or separation. So we, we need to, you know, open this conversation up a little bit more, let people understand the negative impacts. I mean, as children in court, I couldn't think of anything worse or more no. traumatizing for them. No, no, no. You say yourself that your own experience at the courts left you left you scarred for life. <laughs> I did, I did. And, um, you know, a protracted court case that went on over years had a massive negative impact. The one thing I know for sure now is that this is not an experience that, you know, is ju- just me. Uh, this is the experience of most people who are dealing with the court settings. And, you know, it, it just reinforces the need for to change what we're doing. Mm. We are not criminals. We f- voted um, 25 years ago, and we have divorce. That is something that, that is in our legislation. We now need to make it more accessible without the need to be tortured. I don't think people were talking about it for years because... There was some form of shame. There yeah. was some form of guilt. But yeah. the fact is, we, we shouldn't be tortured in the manner in which we are through the court systems. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it even, even listening to you. I can, I can hear that the memories are still there. Absolutely. But, you know, I'm delighted to be in a position where I'm helping people um, to keep them out of that system. And I'm delighted that mediation is on the increase. Mm. Um, but I would like to see the government do more. Is there a is there a rule of thumb that you'd know once you sit down with the aforementioned John and Mary mm-hmm. that mediation ain't going to work, or can you make it work for most situations? And um, the longer I'm doing it, uh, uh, I can tell you straight off what won't work. What won't work is if a person doesn't want this or isn't ready or doesn't want to break up. That is the big, the big key, you know, if you're not ready to actually deal with it. But that is something that we need help with to highlight that we all have the right to get a separation or divorce in this country and that we live in a, a, a system, a state that has a no-fault um, it, what, no false state, which basically means it doesn't matter what anybody did, so long as it's not criminal, that you're entitled to apply for a divorce and it's something you're entitled to get. So when people come and one person isn't ready for the breakup, that'll make it very, very difficult to mediate. Yeah. But whereby people are in a position that they are saying, okay, I have to do this, we're breaking up, you, you know, anything can be mediated. Mm. I've spoken to people who are divorced and after the divorce once the bruises have settled as it were they actually end up becoming very good friends and and they they co-parent as friends going forward can mediation I'm sure you're going to tell me it is can mediation set a better foundation for that to happen absolutely and that's the objective that we can help people make plans for to co-parent in a way that they have input. So if you can imagine the difference between the court setting and the mediation setting is that you're determining an agreement that's workable for the two of you. If you go through the the traditional court settings, it's out of your control and it's out of your hands and somebody else is dictating what's happening. 
So there's less likelihood of it working or there's less, uh, uh, obviously, you know, if things are court ordered, they're court ordered, but whereby you have input into that agreement, it is the better way and the more effective way for relations afterwards. There are, there are probably people listening to us right now, Michelle, sitting at the kitchen table with their coffee or in the office listening to us and thinking, my marriage is goosed a long mm-hmm. time ago. We, we tolerate each other and that's about the limit of it. But we're not going to do anything until the children turn 18. But that's not a healthy way to live. No, it's not. And I suppose that that feeds back into, you know, the shame and the stigma around divorce and how that affects us all. Um, And thankfully, things are improving. But I do feel if we had an easier uh, system that was for all as a society, we chose not to judge, you know, marriages break up, people change, people, as you say, fall out of love for whatever reasons that a marriage breaks up that as a society, we deal with that marriage breakup in a more amicable fashion, that we're not treating each other as criminals by dragging each other through the court system. If anybody is listening who would like to contact you, have you got a website? Sure. It's Brown and Co. Mediation. I.E. And Brown yeah. with an E. Brown with an E. All right. Thank you very much, Michelle. Uh, appreciate the conversation. Brown and Company. Brown with an E and co-mediation.ie. Corks 96 FM.